Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. A cardinal from Germany sends an open letter to the world addressed to Pope Francis, and in so doing issues a plea. Francis, please intervene in Germany. Stop the synodal process. But of course, his words almost certainly will fall on unlistening ears, and today I have the story of this plea, its central thrust, and stories that point to the de facto schism already existing in Germany among the bishops of the church as well as among their friends outside of Catholic unity. It all appears to be happening with the quiet approval of Francis as well, so get ready for interesting times to happen in Germany, if they're not here already, especially when the two-year synod kicks off in Rome, which will be perfectly timed to be in full support of what the German bishops are aiming for. Let's dive into this story more deeply. The cardinal in question is Cardinal Gerhard Müller, who is cut from the same cloth as Benedict XVI in that he is a hermeneutic of continuity type of bishop. As a consequence, in his writings that were meant to correct modern errors, he cites documents that often embraced or at least made possible the canonization of these same modern errors. But all that aside, I don't doubt his sincerity and his love for the church, and he has a sharp mind. He has issued numerous documents to the public over the past couple of years, and I have most of them for you here on this channel if you want them. He wrote a letter asking Francis to intervene in Germany in order to set things right, but as usual, this probably won't go very far, and I'll see. I'll show you why. But first, let's look at the Cardinal's letter. His main point is that it is Francis's duty to preserve the deposit of the faith throughout the church. No lies detected. <laughs> the fact that he is telling you that to Francis is rather encouraging. Now, here's one example. Cardinal Mueller states, for the sake of the truth of the gospel and the unity of the church, Rome must not watch in silence, hoping that things won't turn out too badly, or that the Germans can be pacified with tactical finesse and small concessions. We need a clear statement of principle with practical consequences. Cardinal Mueller, prefect emeritus for the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith and himself a German, wrote in Blessing and Blasphemy, a May 24 essay for First Things. And as an aside, I pulled this from the Catholic News Agency. They had an article on this, but let's continue. This is necessary so that after 500 years of division, the remnant of the Catholic Church in Germany does not disintegrate with devastating consequences for the universal church, he stated. Cardinal Mueller recalled that the Church of Rome has primacy, not so much because of the prerogatives of the chair of Peter, and certainly not as if its occupant could do as he pleases, but primarily because of the Pope's grave duty assigned to him by Christ to guard the unity of the universal church in the revealed faith. The fact that he wrote this for First Things seems like an odd choice to me, given that First Things is associated with American-style hermeneutic of continuity Catholicism and ecumenical outreach that at the end of the day isn't that different in many ways than what is going on in Germany right now. But again, he is himself a hermeneutic of continuity bishop, so I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. First Things just lacks the flamboyant flair that the German bishops are using, and it lacks the James Martin approval of certain sins that cry out to heaven. But Mueller's message is rather clear here. Francis should intervene because it is his duty to intervene. Now, that's a novel approach. Maybe it'll work this time. I kind of doubt it, though. Mueller dives into the nuptial sacrament and how the German bishops want to bring all of Pastor Jimmy Martin's wildest dreams to life in, in the church, which the cardinal describes as being contrary to reason. He describes it as a condescending attitude that they have towards the laity and the rest of the church and to the deposit of the faith itself. Here's another solid bit of writing from Cardinal Mueller on this. 
What is new in this theology that returns to ancient pre-Christian ways is its impertinent insistence on calling itself Catholic, as if one can dismiss the Word of God in Holy Scripture and the apostolic tradition as mere pious opinion and time-bound expressions of religious feelings and ideals that need to evolve and develop in accord with new experiences, needs, and mentalities. Today we are told that reducing CO2 emissions is more important than avoiding the deadly sins that separate us from God forever. He's not exactly wrong, but the problem is that what he's not acknowledging is that much of that is coming from Rome itself. He ends his essay on a quote from Pope Leo I, which I'll have at the end of this because it does perfectly summarize everything. It does perfectly describe the role of the Petrin office in the church and what it should be used for in these kinds of situations. Now, if you'd like to read the full essay of Cardinal Mueller's, I have it linked in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this channel or podcast with a .org at the end. There you'll find the posting for today's show notes. Just skip past the Patreon pop-up. There's no paywall to view my sources. But I think, honestly, that Cardinal Mueller is wasting his time. No offense to the Cardinal. And so requesting that Francis intervene in Germany and remind everyone involved what the faith is and is not, Mueller is doing his job. He can't really do much else about the hypermodernists in his home country. But Francis has approved of all sorts of strange things involving Germany lately, and the point has been made by me and elsewhere that this is all just part and parcel of his plan for synodality and a permanent synodal state for the church. Earlier this week, I gave you a video on that subject, the long plan by the hierarchy to have permanent synods in the church, a permanent synodal state. And that is where we are, and that is why the church in Germany hasn't had any real move against it from the papacy or from Rome in general over its works there. All of this is to be expected. And I'd love to be proven wrong, and if Francis does manage to at least try to stop what is going on there and attempt to impose real penalties for the actions of the German Bishops' Conference, I'll happily report as much. I'm not going to hold my breath on that happening. And here's why. One of the strange things happening in Germany is the construction of a unity building of worship in Berlin, with public funding from the German state, as well as crowd funding and funding from the various participants, all built on the bones of a Catholic parish church torn down by Caesar in East Germany in the 1960s. This is in keeping with Francis's landmark document that called for greater unity between all the self-described children of Abraham. This building is being celebrated by the Vatican's official newspaper, meaning by the Vatican, despite the Catholic Church not actually being involved in this at all. Of the three principal branches of the, of, of the alleged descendants of Father Abraham, we see representative, innovative, and group-hug-oriented versions of the followers of Luther instead of Catholics. Now, you may be asking why I say Francis is permitting this. It's rather simple. The parish this is being built on top of was an old Catholic building that was damaged in World War II and demolished by the East German state in the 1960s. It's Catholic property, in theory at any rate, given the relationship between the church and Caesar in that country now. But But he could have said something, but instead he applauds it because of course he does. The Vatican newspaper publishes nothing that is not in keeping with Francis's program and is used as a means of signaling official Vatican support for things in the broader world. But that's not the only strange thing Francis is involved with in Germany. From the Catholic News Agency, we learn that Francis has ordered an apostolic visit to Cardinal Welke's diocese. Why? Because, as the story goes, there was a mishandling of, shall we say, McCarrick-style situations in Germany over the years, and Francis is sending a delegation to address the matter. On paper, that's fine. But here's the rub. Welke, a hyper-modernist himself, is one of the few bishops of Germany expressing any doubt whatsoever about the German synodal path, which seeks to bring in all the values of the world and of Caesar into the church in that country, which will then, of course, be exported to the church in the rest of the world. While no hero of traditional Catholicism himself, 
Welke sought to slow things down a bit, and for his troubles he has now gotten an apostolic visitor to his diocese to look into things that have, frankly, happened in numerous dioceses in his country and elsewhere in the world. The National Catholic Register reported as much earlier this year, and that outlet is anything but a fringe operating agency. Now, according to the Register, sources within the church in Germany, speaking to the Register on condition of anonymity, contend that the ferocity of the attacks against him, Cardinal Welke, is aimed at removing him, preferably before the report's release on March 18th, so that the synodal path can proceed without resistance. Of course, they weren't successful. He's still there, but it's playing hardball in any case with one of the most high-profile topics in the church over the past few decades. Never let it be said that the hypermodernists are all about compassion, accompaniment, and very expansive definitions of the love of Christ. When they play, they play to win. And unless I'm mistaken, Francis is going to go along with this too. Now again, if I'm wrong, I'll report on it and admit as much. To close, here are the Cardinal's thoughts in the form of a quote from Pope Leo I on the role of the Petron office. And yet the Lord is particularly concerned about Peter and prays especially for Peter's faith. See Luke chapter 22, verse 32. Just as if the others would be more steadfast if the leader's courage remained undaunted. In Peter's strength, all are strengthened, for the assistance of divine grace is so regarded that the strength given to Peter passes through him to the apostles. Those are the words of Pope Leo I, preached in the mid-5th century. They are as true today as they were in Leo's time. So goes the papacy, so goes the church. So what do you think of this? Are Cardinal Mueller's words going to be ignored? Is Bishop Welke being targeted for his opposition to the synodal path, despite his being mostly on board with the bishop's program anyway? Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.